You're listening to the Scars and Retires podcast, which syndicates for the A-list online. Sharon and Adele from the band Within Temptation is our guest. I hope you enjoy the show. Parents out there will understand. You've got to do these things from time to time. So that was my daughter and her introduction to the show. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and as my daughter so eloquently put it, I will be interviewing Sharon Den Adele from the outfit Within Temptation. The reason for the conversation is to promote the band's brand new album, which is due to be released February 1st, 2019. It's called Resist. Let's go. I can hear. Yeah, Sharon, hi. Uh, hey, Sharon, how are you going? It's Andrew Mackay-Smith speaking. Hello. <laughs> Yes, you're on the promotional trail for oh, your. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm getting punished a little bit tonight by my kids, to be honest. But uh, all in a day's oh, work. Really? <laughs> <laughs> all all in a day's work. I know what that's like. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Well, how, how do you balance it then? What, what's your tricks or what's your secret to balancing everything? Well, you know, well, the thing is that I, I, I'm unlocked that my mom lives very close by, so when. <laughs> oh yeah. So when yeah. I do a. So uh, she helped out a few times, like a, like a diversion, like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, no worries. So, um, hey, look, this album, this is real good, real good stuff, actually. Um, and it'll be launched uh, on February 1st, and, of course, the name of it's Resist. So I've had a listen to it. John sent me over a copy to stream to listen to, and I reckon the most prominent feature on it, yes, the songwriting is very good, but the audio quality is first class. One of the, one of the most um, epic broad, large, I can't find enough superlatives really to uh, to underline how wow, big this album sounds. <laughs> yeah, I really, I listen to it on headphones and everything and it sounds beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. I'll, I'll, I'll tell the guys who uh, helped me out with that, you know, the producer and everything. Yeah, well, look, the, the, and I'll dive a bit deeper into that point because your voice soars right above the down-tuned guitars and it's a perfect marriage of heaviness and melody, and let's face it, a lot of bands try, but you guys really nail it. You just got it right on this one. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I must say that we it has been a challenge throughout the years to get that right balance because in the past it was always like I was drowning in between the guitars and yeah. all the orchestrals and stuff like that. But now we found, um, yeah, well, we found a different balance between things, and also working with new people again, it just gives a different perspective on how to go about it and for the first time i'm really really happy also how the album sounds yes yeah no i'm I'm glad to hear that and is that uh, that said what gives you the greatest source of satisfaction now that the album is almost out there for fans to listen to well they get a bigger picture of the whole album because of course we've well, live we've been playing five songs, but it's not, not of course, uh, everywhere because down under you only have heard the songs that have been have been released so far. Of yep. course, on the internet you can find some live um, live uh, tracks, of course, from what we played live. But on the other hand, uh, it, it's it's which is a close resemblance, of course, what you're going to get on the album. But it's always uh, it's a nice pleasure if, if everybody can see the the whole picture of the whole album and. I think it's. Um, I always love it when the whole album's being released and and uh, reading the first reactions and uh, yeah, really getting feedback on what people think. Of course, we've seen it with the first five songs live, and that's been already a good in- gave us a really good indication which songs really work live, but also how people will respond to it. Mm. And 
so it's uh, the reckoning and and uh, and raise your banner are our favorite uh, most of the time and burst yes. mirror yeah. so but you know, yeah so that's uh, that's it's really nice to see what, what people think about it and but it's uh, i think live and recorded versions are very different still and because there's so many things that you don't play live you know or do differently live because it's just a different world of course mm. and um so i'm really looking forward to uh, how people will uh well uh, receive the, the album of course that's well, a big satisfaction you've been working for such a long time something and that's nice yeah. uh, well no good on you good on you most most and look, I'm glad you raised raise your banner because that's easily my favourite cut on the album, actually. And I think Anders from In Flames was your guest vocalist on that one alongside yourself. So you've got and another notable uh, collaborator was Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach. So did you have these guys in mind when you were writing the music to suit their style of singing? Or can you tell me how these partnerships came about? No, it's always the other way around. We start writing music and then we think of, actually, for uh, The Reckoning, I already recorded all my vocals already. And afterwards, um, actually, when everything was recorded already, and we were almost about to do the video, Hmm. to shoot the video, and um, then I decided, like, okay, I think it would be nice to have some extra vocal there. And Robert was totally... uh, uh, on the same page with me, so he's, we started thinking about who we could ask, like who would, whose voice would fit, and then we uh, eventually came to Jacoby. He was our first choice, and I'm really happy that he uh, participated and really was enthusiastic about the song. And I just uh, uh, met him like I think four or five years uh, ago from now, and so um, we had met on a, on a festival, and um, we never ever met before. And it was really nice that he already had a face, but then, of course he knew the band. But it was always it's nice to have a picture also of the people behind the band, of course. Yeah. And uh, so it was a it was, it was a he really loved the song, and uh, well he remembered us from the from the festival where we met, and uh, so it was he was. Um, he really wanted to do it, and we were very, yeah. Well, he really brings something to the to the to the song. So uh, yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just talking about career outside of this excellent album, Resist. So you in particular, you've forged a career in heavy metal now for over 22 years, if you can believe it, since at least 1996. So when you look back over that entire span of time, is there an episode that gives you the greatest sense of accomplishment? Well, you know, we had many uh, nice accomplishments. Jeez, what a a word. (laughs) Accomplishments. Song breaker. Uh, well, the thing is that, uh, but it was, of course, the first time you do everything that for, for the first time is a lot of that, that, that those things stay with you the most. I think the first time you make uh, a real album, the first time you go and make a professional video, the first of everything that you, the first award you got, you know, those things stick with you. Um, they, they make the most impression. And but I think the way we uh, broke through the, uh, to the mainstream, uh, it wasn't uh, the mainstream wasn't like a goal for us. But the way we did it was uh, very special, I think, because the thing the thing was that uh, radio didn't want to play us on the radio, national radio. But then um, our fans started. We had something that called the box. And the box was like a video okay. um, uh, you can put up for selection. You can call. You pay a little bit of money, like um, like a like a Australian dollar, for instance. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. It's dollars, right? In yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah, dollars, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like America. And, uh, anyway, 
so you pay like one dollar um, and then it's like uh, you can buy a, a video and you're going to see like within 10 minutes on the television screen and it was uh, like regions in the Netherlands and eventually so many people started um, putting up our song for selection it became a huge hit but nobody played our song and then yeah. eventually you had like this list, national list of radio lists that they had to play so they couldn't go around us anymore and eventually we ended up at number two just behind Shakira, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which uh, <laughs> she was number one, we were number two. Cool. Um, you can never beat Shakira, of course. But it was oh, uh, the God. thing was that the, 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 the people people's choice was uh, was uh, we were voted into that list because people liked it, and not because the radios they couldn't stop it, even yeah. though they hated the band because they didn't understand anything about what we were doing. Which is logical because we're not the, the typical, you know, uh, pop music or something or any music they heard of. It was it was heavy. It was metal, and uh, you know, it's like and then they couldn't go around it. But but the thing was that people voted in us into that, and that was really, I think, the, the most beautiful way. It's not because a record company pushed you. It was because yeah. people really wanted to hear you. So that was, I think, how we broke through the mainstream. That was into the mainstream. That was, I think, uh, a very special and uh, something that I still. It finds almost heartwarming <laughs> okay. because it gives yeah. it, yeah, a yeah, it's a really nice way of appreciation for your music, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I had a chat to uh, Eric Danielson from uh, Watain, you know, the Swedish black metal band, and I'd worked yeah. out that Watain, a bit like yourselves, they'd reached the top of their, their national charts, so the Swedish charts, and they beat Agnetha from ABBA, John Mayer. Oh, and, really? And, yeah, <laughs> <Wow>. yes. Um, <laughs> What, what's that little boy band called? Not Take That. What's the other? Uh, One Direction. One Direction. They beat those guys. Okay. Yeah, and I, I don't think he'd ever, I, I, I don't think he'd ever had anybody put it to him that way. But I said, look, it's really nice that music like Within Temptation and Watain, from a fan's perspective, as of course I am, from a fan's perspective, this is music that is competing commercially with all of that made for yeah. sales bullshit. And it's yeah, so totally. so nice I to totally see agree. that it's a fan, fan driven thing that that it still it still works. Yeah, well, there was already, of course, in two thousand two. In the meantime, the box doesn't exist anymore, so it's it's getting more difficult in the Netherlands anyway to get your music out there and yeah. uh, being promoted. But it's it's um, because. Well, you need everything. Actually, you need a little bit of radio. You need a little bit of YouTube. You need, a, you know, the streaming platforms that are there. So, in combination of that, that will decide if how how you will end up in the charts, of course. But charts aren't—it's not like a, a goal for us. But it was nice to see at the time that we're, that there were ways around the system. Yeah, yeah. no, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Hey, now that my Indigo has been out for a little under 12 months. Did the album do as, as you'd hoped it would do for you? Like, did it did it discover a new audience for you and did you reach ears that, that you couldn't do so through Within Temptation? I don't know, because uh, the thing is that, that at the time that my album came out was on the day that my dad got... Um, uh, had his funeral, oh, uh, had that funeral. Yeah. So after that, I had to get. Into, I had a lot of promotion around that period of time, and I couldn't had to cancel everything. So right. uh, eventually, I only did one show, and I never got the opportunity again to pick it up again because it was all these one-offs that give you a, ch a chance to be in a radio station in England and in Germany and the Netherlands. Like you have to be there at that time, and when the album was already out, then it's done. You can't come again, and it's like. It's always like that when you, the album drops, it's all news again immediately. Yeah, so it's, it's difficult yeah. to pick it up after that. And and I also had to start with an invitation. So I never had really had a good 
a chance to promote it except through interviews uh, like this one, for instance. Yeah. And um, but not like really supported like on on a on a in a in a way to do live shows or more radio uh, shows like acoustically or something, yeah. which was a pity because I do believe in the album and I really it was a really uh, something that I really needed to do and but on the other hand it's a I think I still believe in the album and I just want to pick it up maybe later on again and maybe start writing for that again. Yeah. Don't know if how much time I will have because with stations is really eating away a lot of time at the moment again. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's something that I do want to make space for because it's it's been very important for me. So, um, yeah. yeah, I do want to pick that up in the, in the future. And maybe I'll, it will get a fair chance. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it was something that I did for myself. And I just hope that, that um, a lot of people really enjoyed it, but especially it was uh, Wooden Station fans because they took the time to listen to it. And, of course, it was easier to reach them than other and other audience, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, condolences again for your father. I lost my father many years ago as well, and it's never an easy time when you lose a parent. But uh, look, this this album here, My Indigo, I, I do enjoy it actually. And I, I'd only when I was doing my research for our conversation, I didn't actually realise you had a solo vehicle out until I did my research and found it and had to listen to it. I think it's extraordinary stuff. So oh, wow. I think it'll slow burn oh, wow, out there. Thank you. I think it'll be one of those fan favourites. Like maybe it, it certainly. Um, might not be as prominent as what you're doing with Within Temptation, but I think a lot of Within Temptation fans really appreciate that that album. If you don't mind me saying, I reckon that's a, that's going to be the case long term. But I hope so. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would hope that that will help. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What about Australia? Have you? Uh, what sort of interactions from fans have you had? Do we reach out to you over the uh, the internet via social media and say, "Come down to Australia. We really want you down here." Yeah, we do, and but especially we have uh, uh, never more. Never, uh, well, for the first time, we've been. Um, I've never done so much interviews for Australia as this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh, you know, with this record, it's been amazing. As I have to have days of Australia <laughs> interviews. Yeah. Well, you know, um, other countries which you would expect a little bit more from are, uh, uh, you know, not really. Uh, well, it's difficult to, to have everybody on board probably for the for the record company. Somehow, it just. Some countries are just popping out that normally never we don't have do that many interviews with. Uh, yeah. But for Australia, it's been amazingly well. So uh, that's that's one thing. So the Australian uh, uh, record company really did an amazing job. So um, that's something I'm really really happy with. Fantastic. And uh, but uh, so I think there might be even more comments in the future now coming from Australia because we had so much exposure. And that that is where it starts. If people don't know you have a record out, you'll never go there, of course. So it's it's uh, it's really nice to see that uh, it's really beautiful to see yeah. that uh, we are getting so much exposure now in Australia. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And uh, all right, I've got I've got God, I've got a lot more questions I could ask you, but I think I better let you go to the next one because my fifteen minutes is up. But look, it's a it's a pleasure to finally talk to you. I have admired your career from from afar um and uh, i've admired you especially because you've been doing it so long and it's never easy it's never oh. easy playing this sort of music no, in the way that you have you know no that is true are you in the mu are you making music yourself as well yeah or i do you? i do but I, I, i'm a performer so i play like I, I play covers music so i do like weddings and um bar gigs oh and that's cool things like that and i really that's a huge huge thing in the netherlands now also you can use it's like it's like it's really strange because I think because 
demographically, I think, because everybody's getting older, yeah. everybody's into cover bands at the moment. In the Netherlands, it's it's booming. It's like it's strange. They have more success sometimes than people with with uh, with uh, well uh, their own music. Yeah. Because it's more like people just want to hear the old classics, and then it's done in a, in a very nice and sometimes funny or special way. It's it's a huge thing here. It's uh, I don't know if it's in Australia like that, but that's uh, well, it's even, a sign. It's really, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's for example, like if I pl- last time I was in an originals band, we were playing to ten people, but as soon as I play covers, you can play to a thousand people, sometimes more. Yeah, because um, yeah, you play yeah, exactly. And if you do it in the very yeah, it's exactly. It's not as fulfilling as playing your own music, but my ca- I got over that years ago, and I just yeah. love playing and performing in front of people and seeing people dance and have a good time. Yeah, well, that's 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 also a, a very important aspect of making music, of course. Like that's also I started also with a cover band, and I just enjoyed it, just being on stage with, just seeing the interaction, and that's the most important thing for people, and just that they recognize music and they can well let go of things. I think that's a yeah. very beautiful thing of of, of, of uh, playing in a cover band. It it is, and the other thing that I, I try to impress upon a lot of younger people as well, so people that are in their like early twenties, is like. It's, it's a really important social skill to have to be able to perform in front of people. And it's a skill that will help yeah, you totally. out. In, yeah, it'll help you out in other areas of life because, as, as you know, being a musician takes a lot of discipline. Either I, I, call, I call it like yeah. mathematics. Either you can do it or you can't. You know how to play the song. Yeah, totally. Or, or yeah, you, you absolutely. don't. You know? And it's, it's such a, it's, it's a, it's a pursuit that will teach people discipline as well as give them an outlet. Yeah, totally. Totally, you learn a lot from it in different yeah. ways. Yeah, I, I, I just I love playing music and I love listening to music like within Temptation, and I'll never stop. You know, it's part of who I am. I get you know how it is. You get tired yeah. and having kids as we do, and you just some days I, I don't look forward to the gigs, but I I always feel very satisfied once they're done. Yeah, well, it's always when you do it, then it's like, okay, but more the effort that you have to go there it, that takes a lot of effort. But when you're on stage and you're finally enjoying what you're doing, then it's a, it's only a, only positive, I think. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely agreed, agreed. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for um, being interviewed, and uh, look, thank good, you very much. Good luck with yeah. everything that you're doing with the band, and this this album should really do really good things for you guys. It's a stellar album, this one. Well, thank you very much. I'm really uh, happy for your feedback on that, and uh, well, maybe we'll see you down under one day. I hope so. I hope so. Into it anyway. Yeah, I hope so. Fingers crossed. Uh, okay, eh? thank you. <laughs> You are listening or have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series which syndicates for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith and that interview subject was Sharon Den Adil from the outfit Within Temptation. Thank you so much for listening.